Welcome to Forward with NACI, Inspiring Entrepreneurial Action, a podcast that shares the stories of everyday entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial leaders, and the communities that support us. We hope that this diverse collection of stories brings you inspiration, inspires you to take action, and ignites entrepreneurship in your community as we make our way forward together. Welcome to Forward with NACI. This episode is a replay of an inspiring discussion held during the 2021 Future Building Summit in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It was sponsored by the Kauffman Foundation and included inspiring thinkers and leaders from all sectors, government, business, policy, and philanthropy. We talk about charting a new course and rebuilding in 2022. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy. Okay, well, first of all, Becky, I want to thank you so much for bringing Beth and I uh, into the loop on this book. It was a great journey, and I'm really excited to kick off today. Um, For those of you that are not familiar with the book or myself, my name is Andy Gold, and as uh, Becky mentioned, I'm a faculty member at Hillsborough Community College in Tampa, Florida. The book is essentially a roadmap for us uh, to showcase the good work all of us are doing uh, within the community college space to create equity and prosperity for everybody through entrepreneurship education. I want to just kick off uh, this session uh, by taking the last bit of my introduction with a quote from the book. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite quotes. Uh, it happened to have been written by Becky, although she did give credit to Beth, myself, and herself. And it's right at the end of the introduction chap- section. And she writes, we hope that this book will inspire you to take action in your community. Whatever your gifts, our nation and the world need them. The time to act is now. And I think that this session here today is all about that. So I'm going to turn over right now to our second moderator and my dear friend, Dave Zizada from Intuit to introduce himself. So Dave, welcome. Good to see you. Thanks, Andy. Pleasure to join everybody. Uh, so, Sandy said, my name is Dave Zizada, and I lead corporate responsibility at Intuit, uh, who is a global financial platform that powers QuickBooks, TurboTax, Mint, Credit Karma. And in my role as the leader of corporate responsibility, we focus on supporting career readiness by helping better prepare individuals and entrepreneurs through our free entrepreneurship and finance programs as well as our partnerships with leading organizations such as NACI. So I'd also like to um, now take a moment to introduce and welcome our student entrepreneur who's on the panel, who's Devotra, who, by the way, I understand is also known as Violet in the dance world. So Violet, why don't you take a moment to introduce yourself? I'll be more than happy to. So hi, guys. Hi. (laughs) Um, My name is Devotra Hill. Um, I also go by Violet. Um, So I'm an artist. Um, I currently have three degrees and a certification. I currently have a scholarship recipient of the NACCE EVVF and in the middle of achieving risk management and insurance certification at Rio Salado in Tempe, Arizona. I'm a proud mother of a handsome son. And um, he actually uh, missed 
uh, three days of football practice to be here for me. So if you guys give him a round of applause. Um, and um, so I'm gonna talk about my other child, which is um, I am the owner of Two Left Feet LLC and Two Left Feet Foundation, which is a nonprofit. And um, the logo is based off of my son's baby footprint. And on that note, um, since I talked about that baby, I wanted to know if you guys want to uh, do a dance with me. Yes, we'd love to. Okay. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to show you guys some of the steps first. What this will show you guys is, thank you. Um, this will show you guys um, what Two Left Feet is all about. So Two Left Feet is about growing, helping you guys feel confident, and we just dance. With that stated, um, I am really excited to share my story and the best way to share my story is through my passion and expressing what I do. So I'm gonna show you guys like a little dance that I made up. This song uh, reminds me of my mother. She passed in January, 2021. And this is also um, a song that my son loves. So it relates to my mom and me. I don't know if it was fireworks or gunshots, but the bird is in the air. She just let me know, but it So 
how amazing was that? I mean, I'm sitting here. Fantastic. All right, so I'm going to uh, flip the mic over to uh, Dave Zizada now, who's got some questions to um, ask uh, Violet or Devotra, whichever he prefers. Um, so Dave, take it away, and we can dive a little bit deeper into her backstory. Thanks, Andy. And I, I did want to let you know that I recorded you dancing, and we'll be posting that on social media, which I expect will go viral. Um, but uh, that was that was fantastic. So. So Violet, um, love to learn a little bit more about uh, your business. And so, you know, at Intuit, we've got a common saying we use whenever we're thinking about a new business idea, and that is to make sure we fall in love with the problem and not the solution. So I was hoping you could tell us a little bit more about your business and the problem you're focused on trying to solve through your business and why it's important to you. So there was a lack that I noticed um, where I've been at, whether it's um, in studios or community centers, wherever, where the teacher didn't focus on the student that could pick up the movements. It was more of the students that already had it. So my knack is to get in there and show like no matter what age, size, shape, whatever it is that you can do it too. So as long as you have the passion. That's great. And, you know, just as a kind of a follow-up question, you know, you're a student entrepreneur, so, you know, an awful lot going on in, in your life as you were getting this business going and was wondering, can you just share some of the or life challenges that you faced, you know, prior to or during the launch of your business? It started, actually, um, I grew up in the projects of Chicago, so they didn't have um, dance programs out there, like even in the community centers, uh, the Boys and Girls Club. Um, I don't even know if there were studios. I just didn't know anything about it. So I didn't have the resources um, nor the knowledge to even know where to go. But I love to dance. Um, my mother taught me Chicago stepping. My sister taught me um, like ballet. My other sister taught me to just move and then my brother taught me Chicago house so I pretty much learned how to dance from my family and the TV and uh, that's how I learned I competed actually which is weird <laughs> because even with my lack of knowledge they would have talent shows and I would dance in a talent show but I didn't even have the formal training so I would win but I didn't know how I would win I had to move out of Chicago in order to get introduced to these type of programs. And it wasn't until I was later that I knew about them. So Devotra, the um, first chapter in our book is about inequality. And inequality um, as it relates to uh, racial inequality, economic inequality, um, is pretty well researched. Um, but what's not really well researched is uh, small business inequality that exists. Um, there is a perception that entrepreneurship is sort of this, you know, leveling the playing field um, environment. But when you look at the data, the data suggests something um, really in total conflict with that perception. So for example, the Federal Reserve Bank comes out with an annual survey of businesses and found last year that the federal funding that was made available to small business owners, um, that 90% of white-owned businesses got all or most 
of the funding that they requested, and that compares with 49% of black-owned businesses. So I want to change the conversation here a little bit to um, your journey as a business owner and some of the challenges you may have faced um, as a black female uh, business owner. Um, as far as the, the knowledge of um, the, the white um, business owners have a 90% comparison to the, the black business owner, I didn't even know anything about funding for um, like the PPP loans or the grants. I found out after the news uh, were telling people that people were in trouble because they uh, made up fake businesses after they got the money. I think that was like a year later when they had to pay it back. That's when I found out about the funding. So when I tried to apply, there was like, it's too late. But I, no, I didn't know about it. So that, yeah, I mean, that was a very common issue. And I think uh, the current administration is trying to repair some of that through some of the programming efforts that they're advancing. So hopefully things are starting to improve and will improve more as we move forward. Um, we have a couple of minutes left. I'm going to switch back to Dave, um, who might want to ask you a question here. And then, of course, we want to give you a chance to share some, some tips and suggestions that you might have for aspiring business owners like yourself. So Dave, I'll flip it back to you. Thanks, Andy. Uh, Victoria, I'm sure you've learned an awful lot um, as you have started this business and, and started to grow it. So in the spirit of learning from both successes and failures, can you share what some of the key learnings you've had since you started the business? Um, so the key is to have a strong support system. Um, emotionally, my son was there for me and um, my family members were there for me, but we don't know how to get the funding part or how to market or how to grow the business. So um, that's a lot of a lot of it was me trying to do research. And then I really got my foot in the door when um, I went to Rio Salado, even though I got my two dance degrees. And that took like 10 years, more than 10 years for me to get my dance degree because I'm a single mom. I work. I was working going to school to get my dance degrees. I actually have two dance degrees and a dance certification from community college. Um, and doing that though, it, it, it's like the teachers didn't know that I was a mom, uh, working, going to school and then whatever else I had to do. So that took, that took a lot, but I got it done <laughs> and it wasn't until, <laughs> thank you. Um, it wasn't until actually I, I went to Rio Salado and I met um, Dr. David Office. He is such a blessing, actually. Uh, I enter into the big pitch competition. Um, and then after that, my mother passed. And it just so happened I received an email that said that I was a candidate for the big pitch. She introduced herself to me and I was like, I need, I can't do it. She's like, you could do it, you could do it. So she pushed me. From that point, um, I've been a big, big pitch. I've done so many things and I'm here because of her. So just having a really good support system. And the tips is don't give up. Um, you will have a lot of obstacles, um, but that means you're doing great. Um, believe in yourself and uh, um, again, just a really good support system. And I'll just add to wind things down, enroll at a community college. It sounds like that was a, 
a big bonus for you on a lot of levels. So I want to thank you so much for sharing your story and that amazing dance move that you did for us, that routine. Uh, Dave, I want to thank you, as always, for everything you do for NACI and all the work that we've been able to do together to help other community colleges with financial education. So thank you very much. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you will continue to explore the many ways to define entrepreneurship with NACI as we celebrate opportunity, failing forward, and success, learning from one another along the way. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform and follow at NACI on social media and learn more about us at NACI.com forward slash podcast. Stay tuned for a new episode each week. We look forward to making our way forward together with you. Have you heard about our latest book, Impact Ed, How Community College Entrepreneurship Creates Equity and Prosperity? This is our roadmap for building back better in 50 states and globally. In each chapter, we share the inspiring stories of everyday entrepreneurs and explain how community colleges play a crucial role in their success. Visit us at nacy.com forward slash impact ed to order your copy now and join us in this work. Are you curious about what's coming up next in the NACI community? Join us on the second Wednesday of every month at 12 p.m. Eastern to set yourself up to be productive and impactful with NACI by your side. We'll share about events, ways to get involved, and we'll have an open conversation featuring questions you're asking or problems you're facing. So join us on the second Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern for Up Next with NACI. More information at nacy.com slash upnext. Have you heard the exciting news? NACI recently released a new publication titled The NACI Playbook, Volume 1, all about how entrepreneurial mindset sets the new standard for success in communities and colleges. The NACI Playbook digs into entrepreneurial mindset and how practicing leadership with this framework creates an agile culture with space to innovate, co-create, fail forward, and accelerate growth. Entrepreneurship and entrepreneurial leadership require us to lean in, anticipate and recognize trends, manage change, be resilient, take risks, reflect, and rest in the knowledge that anything is possible. Learn from our innovative, insightful, generous network who navigates both challenges and opportunities entrepreneurially as we share what we've learned and how you might apply their experience to your work. We hope you'll be as inspired as we were. Learn more at www.nacyplaybook.com.